Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. That was the 6 p.m. nonstop news feed. And this is the Mark Aram Show. Heard 6 to 8 p.m. on WSB as you're driving home. I want you to think about your workplace. Think about where you work. Keep that playing, Longori. Keep that thing going. I want to get pumped up for this show. We're going to have a good show tonight. Think about where you work. If it's an office, if you're uh, a landscaper outside, whatever. Whatever your office workplace might be. Think of the best worker in your office picture the person in your in your head that if you had to pick an employee of the year who is that person who would you say at wsb radio chuck low t chuck joins us on the mark aram show who do you if you had to give an employee of the year like an outstanding employee who would you pick at wsb radio probably clark clark howard okay yeah very he nice. He just does so much. Hell like of a guy. Way beyond you can't, just the radio yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. absolutely. That's a good call. Longoria, who is the uh, on the other side of the takeout window. If you had to pick an employee of the year, like just someone that exemplifies WSB Radio, the, our best employee, who would it be? Wow. Um, smiling? Smiling? Smile good. Mark McKay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. Good stuff. Luckily, and that's why we're the best station, because we have a lot of... I would have said Chris Camper, Scott Slade. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. What Two in the morning... You call up either of those guys. They're coming to the station to do whatever. We've got a lot of great, great workers. Ashley Frask in the morning, phenomenal worker. Just busts her hump. Now, as you think about that, folks, as you're driving home, who the best person at your workplace is, think about who is the worst worker in your job place. Are we talking worker like the ones that? Yes. Okay. The, yeah. Like me. Well, no. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm not... you're in the bottom third. <laughs> <Showcase. Yeah. laughs> I'm just like talking about school. someone that if 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 your whole company's future depended on this one person, oh, okay. it'd be done. Trouble. You'd be like, oh, all right, okay. we're out. Think about I'm not saying you dislike this person. Right, right. But just they're the worst worker. They not just the, don't do their the job right. I, I, one time in my life, was the worst worker. At, I worked at a bakery in college. Okay, yeah. And I was the worst worker. And the boss even said it. She's like, if you didn't make me <laughs> laugh, you'd be fired because you are the laziest worker I've ever had here because it was the middle of summer and I'm baking and I'm oh, like yeah. it was just a horrible job but I just kept making the the owner laugh so she kept me on she said without a doubt without a doubt I'm the I'm the worst worker she's ever had so it doesn't have to be someone you dislike just right. the worst worker don't tell me who you think it is by the way uh guys I don't know if they're I, I, I can think know, of a couple me I don't know if there's truly is one in my sphere yeah I really don't know if there is anybody yeah that's that I don't. Want, I don't want you to name names. Don't. You, you, are you thinking of someone? Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I mean, I think we've kind of gotten rid of some we've of the. Weeded out the. Yeah, uh, we weeded out, like yeah. some of the board yeah. ops that were not too, you know, yeah. good on their job. Yeah. I, I can't name anybody right now. Yeah, well, I don't want you to. I yeah. just want you to visualize that person. If you're driving home, visualize okay. who the worst person in your office is, as far as worker. You know, they. You might not dislike them. You just know they're the worst worker we mm-hmm. got here. Like. Like uh, Stacy in accounting, she's the worst work. You know, whoever it is, I'm just 
throwing it. It's it's Jim in uh, custodial. He's so he's the worst worker we have. Like if you were if it was a high school project, that the last person you'd want to get paired up with. Egg, oh, good, good because analogy. Because you're going to end up yeah. doing the entire project. Yeah, like don't pair me up with Jim Tripodi because I'm going to do <laughs> yes. everything yeah, okay. on this All project. Right. <laughs> All right. So the reason I don't do that because I think every workplace has that. You've got. The best worker, and you've got the worst worker. In every profession, there are people that do their job extremely well, and there are people that do their job extremely poorly. Are you pointing at me? No, I'm oh, not. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were pointing yeah. at Deb for no. the well and me for the poorly. Okay, Aside okay. from Jay Black, you're the best board op I've ever had. Wow, yeah. That kid runs a hell of a board. Uh, um, I think I remember that. So, but in every, in every profession, every job, there are good workers and there are bad workers. And that includes criminals. True. In, okay. In, in okay. Korea, yeah, yeah. There are good criminals and there are bad criminals. You know, the good criminals we really don't know about. Because they never get caught. Because they never get caught. The bad criminals, I guess, if you, even if you're a good criminal, you can get caught sometimes. I'm just thinking about the movies. like. Uh, just look at any headline out of Florida. Half the people that get caught in Florida, they're, bad criminals. Just, they're, they're terrible criminals. Down there were there. two uh, instances of what I consider good criminals and bad criminals. That appeared in the news today. I'm sorry, I got a pay, uh, potato chip stuck Is in the back of happened? my throat. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm using the cough button a lot. Yeah. Two two criminals uh, in the news today. One was one was a good criminal, and I don't endorse crime. But when he compared to the other guy, you can see why he's good and why he's bad. The bad criminal robs a Marta bus driver. Like if you're gonna commit a crime, I'm always of the belief make it worth your while. Sure. No offense to a Marta bus driver. But I don't think that's a big score, no. right? No. Holding up, unless you steal the bus. That's Burger King money. It's, it, but any, I mean, if you. Oh, me. Do they I'm even just take saying. money anymore? Don't you have to use your car yeah. now? So he literally just robbed the driver. Like, what's in your pocket? Yeah. <laughs> if you robbed, if, if you carjacked me and said, what's in your pocket on a day to day basis, you're getting $22. Like, people I don't, don't even have that. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're getting nothing so for that, me. So that to me is a bad criminal. Like, you're risking jail time. And, and the biggest score you could possibly hope to get, 50 bucks, right? Right. That's a bad criminal. I'll tell you about a good criminal. Here's an example of a, a good criminal. Again, I don't endorse crime. But if you're going to commit a crime, you do it like this guy. I actually respect this criminal. I, don't, I won't say that often. 27-year-old South African man. He, he schemed himself into eating... At KFC for a full year. Have you I seen the story? I saw that. Like this, this is that a good criminal. So what he did, Longoria was okay. He went around I'm to all, notes. He went around to all these KFCs and pretended to be uh, someone from KFC headquarters doing quality checks. And he had <laughs> yeah. business cards made up. And his best friend is a limo driver. And he would drive up in a limousine to all these different KFCs, go in and, hey, I'm Andrew Longoria. I'm with the KFC uh, corporate. I'm here to do a quality check. And he would eat for free. He did this for, for a, year. a year. Wow. Like, that's that's, that's a good, good criminal. Yeah. I don't know what his uh, punishment is going to be. If I'm the judge, I'm like, well, all right, man. <laughs> yeah, like, uh. <laughs> what you, I really respect that, that, that. I mean, that's hustle. Yeah, that's a good one. This was, you know, this is the long play. Maybe he did it too long, or I don't know how he eventually got caught, Deb Green, if that's What's in the, the story. What's the crime exactly? Is it Stealing. Mis- yeah, but they gave it to him. 
misrepresentation. Yeah, there's. See I'm, what I'm saying? Like, well, I think this happened in him. India, right? He so didn't it's steal. Yeah, it's it. India. Yeah, so I don't oh, know what well, the laws, their, their laws are in are India. Different. Yeah, but what a what a brilliant crime. That is that's really a good. brilliant crime. That took a lot of thought. Yes, yeah. absolutely. A lot of planning. And there's a lot of payoff. A lot of and and <laughs> a well, lot of payoff. And no, and he got caught. Okay. Yeah. He's gonna get less time. Well, I don't know about India. I don't. Well, I'll get Sanjay on that and tell us what the. <laughs> yeah. He might be executed. Yeah, for this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But think of the time if if that happened in the United States, he's not spending a second in jail. No. He'll get community service and maybe have to, you know, mop up KFCs around the, the country as as. Oh yeah, and his punishment. Total? Maybe his buddy, the limo driver, got mad that he wasn't getting any meals, so he I turned, turned, him, him, turned in. him in. He was like, no, "Dude, no. it's been a year. Come on, now, like, yeah, no, that would have lasted. That would have lasted a week. Well, that was one day. Like the yeah. the limo driver's crucial in this because yeah. you got to represent right. the role. Twitter's calling him Robin Hood. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like that's a great criminal. That that's worth it. And this guy gets caught. He's not going to spend any time in jail in the United States. The guy that robs the Marta bus driver for, at best, $50 and a watch? Yeah. He's going to jail for years. Yeah. Like, that's... The, so, in any profession, whether you are a plumber, a baseball player, a, a radio host, um, an accountant, a landscaper, there are good uh, workers and bad workers. And it's the same in, in criminal world. <laughs> like, that guy is awesome. Like, if I was forming a crime syndicate... Give me the KFC guy. I'm not hiring the Marta bus robbery guy. That's just the the risk reward there is not there. He's the guy you would want in a new Ocean's Eleven. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> if the Mark was a fast food place, I would watch it's definitely it on my with team. a bucket of chicken. I would totally watch a movie about this guy. That is, really I funny. absolutely would totally watch a movie about this guy. That's just what a great entertaining story that would be. And here's the thing. I would be willing to bet he's running other schemes or has had other schemes yeah. as brilliant as this that he didn't get caught at. Because this I, isn't the first time he's done something. Correct. He didn't just go, you know, to the upper echelon of, oh, this is a really good idea. I think yeah, he's not off. going to Ruth's Chris. There were some baby steps there. It was smart. He was like, listen, KFC. Well, no one's going to notice. Yeah. And I bet he's got other business cards. I bet he's got one for Burger King and sure. McDonald's. That's what I'm and, saying. I guarantee that yes. there's other schemes in the works that he didn't get caught. Because he has to eat other two other meals a day. Sure. He was only getting one at KFC a day. That's really good. That's a good criminal. I, I just wanted to start with that uh, topic. There are good and bad workers in every profession, and crime in, included. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. The Robin Hood of the fast food world, he is being called. I tip my hat to you, Mr. Criminal. Well done. Marta bus robbery guy, not so much. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Man eats for free at KFC for a year, doesn't use a gun, a knife, just a business card and a limo. Good criminal. Man robs a Marta bus driver. Dumb. Bad criminal. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is the Mark Aram Show. Barry's in Griffin. Barry, welcome to the program, buddy. Hey, brother. How you doing today? Excellent. What's on your mind? Hey, I love everybody in the world, and I think everybody ought to treat people better. I agree. I agree, buddy. Uh, hey, but I think you're you have a screwed up opinion. Okay, you know what? I'm going to put you on hold and uh, tell Chuck about it during the break. Marco's in Lilburn. What's up, Marco? Not much. How you guys doing? What's on your mind, buddy? Yeah, I love that uh, that KFC. Yeah, 
that's the best chicken. <laughs> um, but yeah, you were talking about uh, good employees. I would say uh, for you guys, I would I would pick Dr. Joe because uh, just health wise, you know, that's the most important things. Once people realize when they get older, that's, do you know why uh, Dr. Joe is is not part. the best employee here? He, he brings in the worst snacks. Like, oh, I, hey. I just brought in, and we'll, I'll show your pictures. I got Renaissance Festival food here. I got turkey legs, chili dogs, mac and cheese on a stick. Dr. Joe brings in raw almonds and chia seeds and quinoa. Not the best employee. I'm the better employee than Dr. Joe. When we come back, more on this Robin Hood of fast food. What a great story. 404-872-0750 on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. This is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. Why you're listening is your own business. I would never listen. Sad news in the entertainment world. If you haven't heard yet, Tim Conway has died, one of the greatest physical comedians of all time, dead at the age of 85. If you don't know who Tim Conway is, stick around for the second hour of the show. I will edumacate you on what's going on. Story of the day for me. This uh, I, I hate to pat criminals on the back, but this is a, this was a, a genius criminal activity in India. South African man pretended to be from KFC corporate, had his buddy who's a limo driver. He made up business cards and he drove around to KFCs in India and ate free for a year, saying he was there to inspect the food. I just think that's brilliant. Again, I don't endorse criminal activity, but that's a smarter crime than the guy that robbed a Marta bus driver here in Atlanta and got away with, what, $21 and some pocket lint. Dumb crime. Smart crime, dumb crime. You have good workers and bad workers at your job. Same goes for the uh, criminal industry. Uh, full disclosure, I once ran a scam on uh, a KFC in my hometown of Torrington, Connecticut. Did I tell you about this? No. So I've never heard this. They, they opened up a, tor- uh, a KFC buffet, which is uh, heaven on earth, by the way. If you've never been really? to a KFC buffet, oh, yeah. fantastic. And ironically, they, didn't, uh, they used the same paper plates that you could buy at the grocery store. So we would, my buddy just bought a sleeve of those and kept them in his car. <laughs> and we just walk in the side door with a plate and just go right up to the buffet. We did that for uh, not a year, but a good two months. Did you get caught? No, we didn't just, get caught. We just, just, we quit while we were ahead. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. I was young and dumb. I didn't think, I was like, oh, what's the deal? No big deal. That was, that was, it was, I apologize for that KFC. I probably owe you some money. But a KFC buffet, it's heaven. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't afford eight ninety nine or whatever it was nah, back in the much. day. I could afford the paper plates at Price Chopper, <laughs> and then we'd go in. Well, that was and, very dumb of them to be using the same ones you could buy. Yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, literally, the Price Chopper was across the street from the KFC. That's probably where they were getting exactly their plates. right. <laughs> exactly right. You know that's where they were getting. Their and then plates. when the people would come around to like clean up the tables, they see you eating off the regular. Oh, all right, he's legit. He's got the regular plate. He's got the good. Oh, you know what it was? They changed their plates. That's why we stopped doing it. Oh, it wasn't okay. out of a guilty conscience. They changed their plates. Yeah, see. Yeah. And that was well, the they end probably of that. had other people coming in and doing exactly. it. They probably looked at the till one day and they're like, we made $4, but there was 300 people that came to the restaurant. <laughs> no, no, it was just me and my buddy, Paul <laughs> no, Joe. No, but you weren't the only ones. Oh, I got you. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is we were not day, ahead of the criminal curve on yeah, that. You, I, you, yeah, you were just part well, of the wave. Ironically, it's closed now. Oh, the KFC shocking. is now closed. <laughs> Y'all ran them I think under it's Dunkin' Donuts. I think it's Dunkin' Donuts. But what I find fascinating about this story as well, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't stop talking. Do you know how uh, powerful, even in 2019, where business cards are kind of a thing of the past, if you hand someone a business card, it automatically gives you legitimacy. Yeah, Like it, apparently. Yeah, it's like, oh, you have a business card. Who would make up business cards with 
fake thing was on it. <laughs> right, you know? right. Who would go through the trouble of that? Like, I've never questioned anyone's business card that they gave me. Oh, it's Bob Jenkins. He's the president of SunTrust Bank. Oh, nice to meet you, Bob. You're right. You don't look at that with no. any sort of like, it's really... immediate credibility. And there was a uh, an author I used to read back in the day called Lawrence Sanders. He wrote like novels, like crime novels in the 70s and 80s. And I, I've read like 90 of his books. And it was it was good. You know, I, I enjoyed sure. it. But one of his characters was a private detective. And he would go around and collect as many business cards as he could to have. As, he had like a box of business cards. Oh, so sure. as a private detective, he'd be like, um, all right, today I'm going to be an exterminator. And he'd pull up an exterminator's card. Hey, I'm an exterminator. Uh, I want to, you know, I'm here to check for termites or whatever, or, Hey, I'm a real estate agent. Um, um, what a great, yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah. It's, it was, so I've always been, uh, enamored by the power of business cards. That's why the underbelly of the PI world. Exactly. (laughs) Like he would just collect (laughs) business cards. There was, I think there was one scene in the book, you know, where you put the business card in, win a free lunch. Yeah. He like absconded with the fishbowl just to get all the business cards. He's like, oh, oh he stole the fishbowl. Yeah. He stole of- the whole oh, fishbowl. Yeah. He's like, this will set me up for a year. Now I wish they actually did that and someone used my business card in some nefarious manner. Yeah. Uh, right? Charlie like, Thomas, executive producer of the yeah. Air <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Now I'm trying to like, wonder what my business card yeah. usefulness, my business card would actually give somebody. But that, if I had your business card, like in certain circles, not sure. my circles, <laughs> but it'd be like immediate respect. That's true. Like, I guess, but I'm just thinking of the PI. You could show up to, if you have life. if you have Chuck's business card, you could go to the uh, Republican National Convention and get like backstage passes. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. I'm Charlie Thomas, executive yeah. producer of the Eric Erickson show. Oh, pass the velvet ropes into the VIP room, Chuck. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Colin joins us in Johns Creek. Colin, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Oh, hey, um, I was wondering if you heard about the. Uh, Across the street, there's a Colin, hold on, hold on. Are you on a speakerphone or something, dude? I can barely hear you. Uh, no, I'm not on a speakerphone. I can, uh, are you sitting on your phone? Is it, are you sitting on your phone? I am not on my phone. I am not on my phone. No. Is this better now? It, it kind of. All right, real quick, what do you got? Uh, in London, across the street from the zoo, there was a parking lot, and there was an attendant who would collect money and tell you where to park. One day, he wasn't there, and they said, well, where's your parking guy? And they said, we never had one. That guy collected money for years. Oh, that's, that's all. I just, you were talking about smart criminals. Yeah, that's, to add that. Thanks, I've, buddy. They, you're welcome, buddy. I've, I've had that where back in the days of the party days of Buckhead, you remember those Deb Green and like parking was uh, a scarcity in Buckhead on a Friday or Saturday night. And there'd be fake dudes sitting in a lot. We'd be like, Hey, 10 bucks. It's only 10 bucks. You go in and park. And then everybody get, gets towed. Yeah, everyone gets booted. And be like, well, the guy paid the guy. They're like, there's no, you know, attendant yeah. on this lot. Sorry, pal. <laughs> you're you're out of luck. Uh, Andy's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Andy Pants. Hey, what's going on, brother? Living the dream, sir. What's going on with you? Oh, not a whole lot. Hey, listen, uh, I wanted to tell you, uh, we gotta, you got to stop calling this guy Robin Hood, man. If, if he was stealing the food and then going out and giving it to the homeless, oh, yeah. then he'd be Robin Hood. He's just, just stealing food. He's but, just Friar uh, Tuck. <laughs> That's right. who he yeah, is. <laughs> but hey, uh, real quick, I know y'all were uh, wondering what what crimes he was actually committing. Uh, he's committing theft by deception and fraud in the inducement. He induced his way into food by 
fraudulent, you know. Sure. Uh, but you're right, man. I mean, you can go on Vistaprint right now for five bucks. You get two thousand business cards <laughs> and a T-shirt, man. Yeah. Well, the key but, is what the business card scam is. You need different business cards for different schemes, you know. So I, yeah. I bet this guy's got one for KFC, McDonald's, and I appreciate the the uh, the uh, input on the criminal. But again, it's in India, so I don't know if the same laws apply. Uh, it's, it's probably gonna be pretty harsh over there. Yeah, he might he might get the death penalty for that. But at least he wasn't <laughs> right. eating cows, right? I mean, that would have been because that's that's taboo in India. At least he was eating chicken. Like he wasn't going to Mickey D's. But right? that's that's a good point. He's not Robin Hood. He's uh, he's Fire Tuck. If you remember that character from Robin Hood, remember the Robin Hood movie with Fire Tuck with uh, Kevin Costner, the worst British accent in the history of British accents. He didn't even have a British accent. He tried, like, in a couple scenes, he'd be like, oh, matey, or whatever. Matey? <laughs> it was that bad. We're going to come back more of your calls. Still to come the show, Audrey Washington from Channel 2 and Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. 71 gorgeous degrees on Peachtree Street. Keep this weather just the way it is. I actually enjoyed walking the dogs today. Fantastic stuff. Caleb joins us in Covington. Caleb, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm good, Mark. How about you? Excellent. What's going on? Hey, great. So you mentioned earlier uh, about the uh, guys in Buckhead that uh, used to park people. Yeah, yeah. I was one of those guys. So uh, You were one of the scammers? I was. I'm not. I'm not proud of it. I but understood. you know, we did a good thing with it. We, uh, what we would do, uh, four or five of my buddies, we lived down the street from where all the old bars were in uh, like early 2000s. And there, I don't know if you remember, but there was a, a three dollar cafe, a, kind of across. Oh the yeah, right on from, far. From, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, there was a parking deck behind there. Yes. And uh, so what we would do on Fridays, Saturdays, when we went out, you know, drink some beer or whatever. We'd, uh, we'd get a glow stick from the gas station, and oh we'd stand back God. there for 20 minutes, wave people in, charge them five bucks, and we had beer money for the night. And if we ran out, you know, whoever go back in. drew the, uh, yeah, yeah go back that's, out. You know, yeah. for that scam, like, you know, I mentioned the uh, KFC scam. The guy needed two props, Deb Green. He needed a business card and a limousine. For, right, for whatever right, reason, yeah. a limousine still holds sway in, in certain areas of the world. Uh, not so much anymore oh. in the United States. But uh, all you Absolutely. need for the parking scam is a flashlight and one orange cone. Like, if that, you have a flashlight and an orange cone, you can pretty much get away with anything in this world. I'm teaching people how to be criminal. That's not sure. that's not the purpose of the show. It's I just, not. I just want you to be happy on your ride home. When we come back, Audrey Washington with a crazy story. If you've ever gone to a car wash, you're going to want to hear this. Plus, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.08, eight minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on WSB. Deborah Green wearing a studded shirt, or is that an interesting, interesting shirt? I like that. Thanks. It's almost medieval. 
Ooh, Ooh. I'm going to get an email later today, aren't I? Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of medieval, uh, thanks to the Renaissance Festival for bringing us perhaps the biggest feast we've ever had on the Mark Aram Show. That is true. I'm going to tweet some pictures out and put them on Facebook. OMG. I got some uh, Renaissance Festival tickets to give away as well. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. And then there's good old low tea. Low tea. Uh, Johnny Kielbasa will join us in just a little bit with a fast food review and a Game of Thrones minute. I want to talk about Tim Conway passing and its NBA lottery night tonight, Longoria. You and I have to discuss that. But uh, joining us on the show for the second night in a row, I feel so blessed our good friend uh, Audrey Washington from Channel 2 Action News. How are you, Audrey? Hello, Mark. How are you? I should have invited you into the studio tonight because we got a spread of all spread from the Renaissance Festival. Turkey legs, chili dogs, macaroni and cheese on a stick. I mean, the greatest fair food you can imagine we had down here tonight. Whoa, how can you have macaroni and cheese on a stick? Well, it's like, explain it, Deb Green. It's like fried macaroni and cheese balls. Yeah, on, on like a skewer. It's 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 really good to try. Yeah. you got to check it out. <laughs> it was, it was, and very healthy, too. Very, uh, very healthy for you. All right, so this is an interesting story. So yesterday, after I got off of work in the morning doing uh, traffic on Channel 2, I went to the car wash to get my car clean because the... The inside's always, you know, the outside it gets rained on, it stays kind of clean, but the inside I've got dogs, so there's always dog fur. So I go to uh, the car wash, and I have a great experience. I have no problems there. And then Audrey tells me about a car wash story she's working on, and I'm like, holy smokes, this story's crazy, Audrey. Tell us about it. And I just want to preface this with saying this is very difficult to talk about, so I'm going to really watch my words Please, please, yes. So... There was a guy in Forsyth County who um, is accused of walking into a car wash. This is not just like a regular car wash. This is a car and pet wash. So, like, while you're getting your car wash, your dog also gets washed. Oh, that's a great concept. I like that. Okay. Yeah, really, really interesting. Sounds great. Um, He apparently, according to deputies, he walked into the car wash and he looked around and then he exposed himself and did whatever. Um, and of course, there's video. And so um, today I went to the car wash. Uh, I actually spoke with the owner. Um, I spoke with some customers as well as with deputies. The whole issue with this is that they're actually having a really hard time finding this guy. And the video is quite clear. We did some very um, meticulous editing. Good, good. It, we'll see it tomorrow on Channel 2 Action News. This morning, starting at 4.30 tomorrow um, through 7 a.m. and then online. Um, But we went through the video, and you can clearly see this man's face. He's standing there with his shirt open, Mark, wearing shorts. He looks into the camera, and then, you know... Things happen. I, uh, uh, Washington from Channel 2 joining us. I, I know we have to couch this very carefully. we got to approach this story very carefully. Um, but was he looking at something or someone? While, like, was he really excited about a Ferrari that was getting washed or uh, a poodle that was getting washed? I mean, what— you know, I, have, I have no idea. But you know what the odd thing is? Throughout the video, he stands there with his dog next to him on a leash. Um, so that's a whole nother set of charges then if he's got a dog with him. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I don't know what, you know, led up to it or or what the deal is. The whole issue is that, you know, police are, uh, excuse me, deputies are really trying to find this guy. They, they are asking the public to please 
take a look at this video. That's why we're going to show it tomorrow morning um, because they need tips. They need to find out who he is. You can clearly see his face. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they really want this guy off the streets because, frankly, a lot of um, teenagers work there. So really great establishment from what I learned. The, the owner has been there for 15 years, never had a problem. He's upset about it because, you know, frankly, he's like, listen, I run a good business and I'm upset that this guy came and did this. So, um, you know, they really need some help with this case. Talking to Audrey Washington from Channel 2 Action News this morning. The uh, show, will, uh, the uh, story will air tomorrow morning on Channel 2 Action News this morning. And just to be clear, I've looked at uh, the still photo you tweeted out, and I can assure you this is not Russ from Gainesville because, <laughs> Russ, you're in the clear, buddy. This is not you. Thank goodness. I was worried for a minute. Yeah, no, this is this has got. And a, he this, doesn't own a dog. So. He doesn't own a dog, and, and this is the dark-haired individual. He is wearing sunglasses, Audrey, so that might kind of obscure what his face might look like. But I would imagine uh, once this hits the airwaves, we'll be, a, you know, the, the viewing public will be able to identify this guy. Hopefully so, because, you know, you go, you go to a car wash, go and get your car wash, you know, leave the other stuff other yeah, places. That, that's, yeah, exactly. leave it other places. Exactly. That's, see, that's a bad criminal right there. The, the guy that, <laughs> That's a that, very bad criminal. The guy in India who got free KFC for a year by uh, pretending to be from KFC corporate, that's a, that's a smart criminal. The guy who goes to the dog slash car wash and takes care of business, that's, that's a bad criminal. Bad, bad, yes, bad. It yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. You're right. You're right. Audrey, I, I want to know. I'm curious. Huh. So uh, just to get a little be, uh, behind the scenes here, inside baseball, the story like this, okay, do you get a tip or did the bosses say, oh, this story's for Audrey Washington? <laughs> like, how, how did you wind up doing this story? Well, you know, I actually did get a tip. Okay. And, um, and you know, I have sources all throughout yeah. uh, Metro Atlanta. And uh, it was just my, one of my sources. And he was just like, listen, you need to check this out. I will say I did bring it to um, uh, one of the managers at Channel 2. And yeah. he was like, oh, we're doing this story. Yeah. Uh, and so kind of a little bit of both. But, yeah, it, it all starts a lot with tips. Like a lot of people just, you know, from being out. Sure, um, sure. I didn't know if, they, if like, this was not your new niche. Like, Strickland was a consumer reporter. I didn't know if, like, Audrey is now the, the freakazoid oh, reporter. Like, all the, that's all... what I am, the freakazoid? <laughs> no, no, I was, I'm just saying, like, if, if they're going to give you all the, the crazy stories like this, if that's, like, your new beat now, what's Audrey doing? Oh, she's on the whack jobs. You know, that's See, not your... <laughs> you know what, I I'll take it. I just my my goal is just to inform everybody to do the best that I can do. You're a fit. You know, I have poor choice of words by Mark Aram there. Audrey, I can't wait tomorrow. I, I love having you back on the morning show. You will always be uh, 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 not on that crazy beat for me. You're the, you're the best reporter. I love you. Thank you for joining us. I'm going to stop this conversation right now before I say anything else bad, okay? All right. And, Mark, thank you so much. I, I, I really appreciate being on your show, and I'm loving it. You guys have a good night. You too, Audrey. Get some sleep. There you go, Audrey Washington. Russ, uh, you're in the clear, Russ. That, there's no way, Chuck, right? This picture, not Russ at all. I, I, I think we're okay. I think we're okay. You're in the he clear, Russ. You might get Russ. questioned just to make sure, uh, but I think he's okay. Russ, just real quick, has Channel 2 ever done a story on you? <laughs> I don't think so. But no. It's coming. It's it's coming. Oh, what, uh, what are you planning on doing, Russ? I don't know. You want to hear about my favorite criminal? Yes, give me your favorite criminal. I saw this on TV a long time ago, and I love this. 
there was an ex AT and T employee okay. that apparently had a master key that opened every payphone. Ooh! And he was going across the country, and uh, I don't know what you get out of payphone thirty or forty dollars in quarters, but he's, yeah. he's going to four or five of these things, and he's getting enough to you know buy gas for his car, get a hotel room, eat at the steakhouse, and it was just I thought it was fantastic. He's going across the country doing this, and they can't catch him, and I thought. And, you know, who cares if A&T loses some money? Now, Deb Green, you know, for, was, for the, Deb Green is the executive producer of the Mark Aram Show, the smartest of the four of us. Okay. For those younger listeners that don't know what a payphone is, explain mm-hmm. what a payphone is. Yeah, you used to be able to walk up on the street, basically, yes. and find a phone there, put some change in, and then you could call anybody if you had an amount of change. Yeah, I remember yeah. when I was growing up, it was a dime. It was a dime to make a local call. Really? And then it went up to a quarter. And then I don't even know if it went up to anything else before they kind of vanished. There's, uh, it's rare when you see a, a payphone. I had fifty cents. You had fifty cents when I was in college. Yeah. Interesting. What was it when you were a kid? How much was a payphone, Russ? Yeah, it was. It was a uh, fifty cents, quarter of fifty cents. When you were a kid? Well, I little kid. I guess it was a dime. All right. Was it? You never had it lower than a dime, though. It wasn't a. Uh, Indian head penny no. or a, a, <laughs> a buckwheat nickel. penny, a buffalo, nickel. a buffalo nickel. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, stay out of trouble, Russ. I'm really, I'm very happy okay. to know that Russ was not at that, uh, car wash in Forsyth County. Cause that's not too far from Gainesville. Yeah. That's but again, right. Russ doesn't have a dog. You would have to pick up a dog and yeah, that would have been too much. Get I the mean, van. he picks up women at dumpsters. He can easily get a dog. Yeah. Understood. You know. Uh, Bo is in Grayson, Georgia. Bo, welcome to the Mark Aram show. Hey, how you guys doing today? What's up, brother man? Okay, so I actually was the victim of somebody using my business card. Oh, no kidding. Yes. So I get this call in my office. I'm a screen printer. This happened years ago. I'm sitting in my office, and I get a call. And, this, and you know when you start talking to somebody, and they answer, I answer the phone. Like, my name's Bill. And they said, she's like, hey, Bill, how you doing? Like, she knew me. So I'm talking. And you know when you talk to people and you you're trying to figure out who it is. You think if you talk long enough, you'll figure it out, especially in a business setting. Yeah. I, I just couldn't figure out who it was. So I said, I'm really sorry, but, but who is this? And she says, this is Bambi. And I was like, Bambi? She goes, yeah, isn't this Bill? And she gave me my last name. And she says, isn't your home phone number? And she gave me my home phone number. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And she says, um, don't you remember last night? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> what happened last night? Right. And so I, that was my question. So what about last night? She said, don't you remember at Tattletales last night? And I said, uh, last night I was at home with my wife and children. You got the wrong guy. Wow. Someone used I your said, card on a, a, shoe shy, a shoe show girl at Tattletales. Yes. So I asked her, I said, so what does this guy look like? So she says, well, he has purple dreadlocks. She's got a tattoo on his neck of Buckminster Fuller. And I knew exactly who that was. That was one of my employees. That's amazing. Uh, Bo, I got to run, brother. I got a funny business card story to uh, pass along when we come back. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. So back when I first got my uh, WSB uh, business cards, like, uh, what a proud moment in my career. I was so happy, Deb Green. Do you remember the first time you got a radio station business card? Oh, I used those, too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chuck, did you do you have business cards yet? Yeah, I got them a long time ago. From WSB Radio or uh, The Revenant? Both. Okay. 
What about you, Longoria? Do you have business cards? Not for here, no. But I did. Want... I've had some in the past for radio. Do you want them for here? No. I, I can make it happen. I don't need any. I'm not Jared. Stoic Eskimo. I don't, I don't Longoria, need for Stoic nothing. Eskimo. <laughs> so I remember when I first got them, I was so like so proud. Like I got a real job in radio. Television is awesome. And I remember reading it like Fado and Buckhead and like meeting a girl like, hey, uh, you know, you know, hand her my card. Give mm-hmm. me a call. Well, you know, you got a good we got a good radio voice. Maybe we can get you on the radio. I never once got a, any any girl to call me off of a business card thing. It doesn't work like you think it would. No, it doesn't. But again, I never tried it at Tattletales. Apparently it works at Tattletales. Yes. Well, that's where we need to go. Yeah, Bambi called uh, that dude. Meat Man is in Kennesaw. Meat Man, what's going on, buddy? Hey, good evening. How is the X-Files Prince of New England tonight? The X-Files Prince of New England? X-Files. I've never watched the X-Files. Like the original one or the uh, the newer one? No, no, dude. I said X Files. Like kicked out. No, I've never seen X Files. I've. Uh, is it a good show? I've heard good <laughs> things about it. All right. Reason for the call. Yeah. Walked out of work. Heard you talking about the payphones. Wanted to test your knowledge on this. You ever heard the phrase to drop a dime on someone? Yes, that's exactly what it's from. Dropping the dime on the payphone. Exactly. Make the anonymous call to rat somebody out. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna watch the X Files when I go home tonight in honor of Meat Man. My buddy John Gambaro in college, he was he was mobbed up. His dad was definitely mobbed up. He had a thing to scam the payphone when it said, please deposit 75 cents. He had this little sound ma- machine that he put on the thing to go ching, 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 ching. And he, would, he had free calls. Not the same as robbing the uh, thing, but he did get uh, free phone calls. All right, Johnny Kilbasa next. Hang tight. It's the Mark Aram Show. Former governor of Texas, Rick Perry, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. He packed in the animals two by two, ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the sun, Jeff and him, tell me about the master play. Welcome back to the show, 737. Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 in the p.m. here on WSB Radio. Big show tomorrow, Deb Green. We're going to have a millennial match game. I believe Aisha's going to play. Yeah. Yes, and against Randy. Yes. Excellent. Uh, oh, I, by the way, I've uh, I've got two family four-packs of tickets to the Renaissance Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll give them away right now. If you can get Chuck's attention, the first two callers... To 404-741-0750, we'll get two family, like two separate callers, a four-pack and a four-pack. Yep. 404-741-0750, you get a family four-pack of uh, tickets to the Renaissance Festival. And we've been together for years, Longoria. Yes. We we always enjoy food on the Mark Aram Show. Oh, yeah. The spread they brought today was (sighs) insane. It's the best I think we've ever had. Turkey legs. Yes. Chili dogs. Fish dogs. Yes. uh, Macaroni and cheese on a stick. A bevy of desserts. Yeah. Kettle chips. That was good stuff. Uh, the desserts, they were really looking. I didn't get to get any because I ate that whole chili cheese dog. Yeah. I'm too full, but they look good. <laughs> oh, you ate a whole chili cheese I dog? I ate the whole thing. That was a foot long and then that some. That was. Yeah. All right. Good for you. Uh, speaking of food, let's do that old fast food review thing. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. Ooh, uh, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I put the pen in pen ultimate because I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take and I'm covered with cheese and 
cream cheese icing, and I aim to please. The first time I ever went to the Renaissance Festival uh, was with Johnny Kielbasa. Remember that? We went, gosh, it must have been like 15 years ago, right? It was, yeah. I think that was our first date, actually. We went down there. <laughs> we threw some daggers. We got a big turkey thing, a turkey leg, and walked around. So it was pretty fun. It was the, the greatest athletic achievement of my life happened that day, Johnny. I don't know if you remember that or not. I do. So they had they have one of those things with the, you take the big hammer, Longoria, oh, and you slam yeah. on the thing, and it goes up. Right. And Johnny Kilbasa is probably 10 times stronger than me. But I was jacked up on turkey legs and, and uh, mulled beer or whatever they serve down there. And I beat yeah. Johnny Kilbasa in the thing where you slam the— Really? And you've seen Johnny. Yeah. Like that's, oh, yeah, yeah. That's like a Miracle on Ice kind of athletic achievement. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I would, the, you guess. Yeah. The U.S. beating the Russians in <laughs> hockey. That was—you uh, know what? Looking back, you probably just, you probably just let me win, didn't you, Johnny? Hey, I'll never admit that, Mark. But you know what? It's also about where you hit it, and you hit it right in the right spot. Yeah. I had a a really sad revelation like three years ago, and I think I talked about this on the air at the time. Back when I was a kid, my my parents, my grandparents moved down to Florida because you hit 70 years old and you're Jewish in New York, you have to move down to Florida. It's the law. That's a Jew's nugget, ladies and gentlemen. Jew's nugget. And so I used to go down for spring break every year and spend the time with my grandparents. And I used to play shuffleboard with my grandfather and the other old Jewish men at the house, at the uh, retirement community. And I would win all the time. I'm like seven or eight years old. And I'm thinking for the rest of my life, I'm like, God, I wish you could play professional shuffleboard because I'm so good at it. Like (laughs) I was good at age seven. Like I was beating all these adults at age seven. And then, like, three years ago, I'm like, oh, my, you stupid idiot. Like, they were letting me win, right, yeah. Longoria? Oh, yeah, I let my daughter win all the time. <laughs> exactly. I'm such an idiot. I'm such an Like, all this time, I'm like, I could be a professional shuffleboard player. I was that good at age seven. Imagine how good I am now. <laughs> I'm dumb. Anyway, yeah. uh, for my uh, stupidity to fast food, what's on the menu tonight, Johnny K? <laughs> Ooey, gooey, biscuity, worlds, colliding, at KFC, Mark. I know they just say breakfast doesn't include biscuits or maybe breakfast includes everything and biscuits or whatever you want to say, Mark. You can go to Cinnabon and get some stuff there and you can go to KFC or you can go to KFC and get a bucket of chicken and then polish it off with something new. It's the Cinnabon dessert biscuits, Mark. And this is at KFC? Cinnamon Cinnabon dessert biscuit? You take a hot buttery, flaky, Kentucky fried chicken biscuit, mm-hmm. and then you smother it with that cinnamon brown sugar glaze Ooh. that smells so good at the mall food court. Yes, sir. And then you pull out the cream cheese frosting, Ooh, yeah. stripe it over top, and you've got yourself a dessert at KFC, Mark. I, I, that sounds so good. I would eat it at a uh, car wash while watching my car get washed. <laughs> that's how good that sounds. And that's the, that's the same parent company, right? That's the same company that owns... Taco Bell, KFC, Cinnabon. So it's like an in-house kind of uh, addendum. Yeah, Yum Brands. Yum Brands, yes. Yeah, that's, it's kind of like when uh, when the Jeffersons showed up on Happy Days. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So I don't know if you caught the beginning of the show. We talked about this this brilliant man in India who scammed a year's worth of free KFC by pretending to be from KFC corporate and doing food inspections at all these locations. And he just had fake business cards made up, and his buddy dropped him off in a limousine, and he ate for free for a year in KFC. Maybe the greatest fast food crime of all time, Johnny. 
I, I need to take a page out of his book and start roaming around Atlanta with some business cards. Can you hook me up? Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, I thought you did have j- just regular Johnny Kilbasa business cards, but if you need uh, one that says Mark Aram Show on it, we can get you that for free. Of course I do. I mean, I never could afford it on my own before, but you help me out. I will help you out. Uh, real quick, other food news uh, from uh, producer Deb Green. Oreo releasing five new flavors, Johnny Kilbasa. S'mores, Ooh. which has been out before. Uh, Oreo Thins Latte comes with a Java-flavored cream. Marshmallow Moon Oreos, inspired by the 50th anniversary of the Apollo lunar landing. Which never happened. Which never happened, according to Longoria. Uh, mint Chocolate Chip. <laughs> Oreos uh, teaming up with Baskin Robbins. And finally, this is the one I'm not going to try, maple cream Oreos. Oh. Yeah. that's a, the, the regular Oreo, I don't know if the last time you had one, guys. Deb, it's probably been decades for you. No, I like Oreos. They are such yeah. a good cookie. Oreos are great. Did you have those growing up in Montana? Yes. I just picture you guys having like... When well, you go maybe to the, they were knockoff. Now that I think about it, yeah, the Hydrox or whatever. Yeah, but I picture Chuck as a kid going to the general store and like the only thing there were like shortbread cookies. Right, we you know, did. You, Deb laughs, laughs, but we did have a general store. No, like, I know you had a general did. store. Of course you did. I had what my grandparents had when. That's why I'm remembering the general store. Yeah, yeah. I bet Chuck gets three three pennies in his pocket from doing his chores around the house and he runs down to the general store <laughs> let me get a shortbread cookie <laughs> that's how you sound or a ginger you snap act like i'm in a huck finn yeah, that's, like, totally. Totally. <laughs> that's totally how i envision your childhood is a huck you know you're fishing during the day yeah. you're hunting so, in the afternoon all this little raft in the river <laughs> yeah, exactly let me get Straw one ginger hat. snap and one shortbread cookie <laughs> that is that i, I mean it's not far off fan. yeah what's that johnny that he's got to go whitewash a fence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So, I, well, I mean, I'm jealous of that ideal childhood. <laughs> I had similar, well, not really similar, but I, it was a very rural area where I grew up. We didn't have yeah. a, we had the Burville store, actually, yeah. which is kind of a general store. But I'd go in there and buy a pack of baseball cards and some big league chew. You could get anything. But they had Oreos in Connecticut. I I don't know what they had in Montana. (laughs) Good stuff. Uh, What's another old cookie? I don't know. Oatmeal cookie. Yeah, give me an oatmeal raisin. (laughs) Nilla wafers. Oh, yeah. Oh, Nilla wafers. Give me the expired. did have those. The expired Nilla wafers. (laughs) And those were the IGA brand, though, not like the Nabisco nice ones. (laughs) Do Do you know who owns a general store now? This is no joke. Steve Carell. What? He owns a general store. Why? I don't know. Just because? Well, I think it's in his hometown. I forgot where he's from. Maybe Ohio. Um, You would know that, Johnny. Is he from Ohio? I don't know. One of those states in the the middle. (laughs) And uh, he bought the the general store in his hometown was going out of business. So being the big Hollywood uh, guy that he is, he bought it. And now his sister runs the general store. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's in Massachusetts. Oh, it's in Massachusetts. My neck of the woods. There you go. So he he bought the general store in his hometown, and now his sister runs it. And they have regular Oreos. And like they asked him about it, like, "Do you make money on it?" He goes, "I don't make money, but I don't lose money." Like he just did it just to do it, just to keep it. So maybe you can go back to Whitefish one day, sure, and buy the general store. Yeah, yeah. Once you all sell the Revenant. Yeah, sell the Revenant, (laughs) and then you go and you get the, uh, the, you buy the Whitefish general store. (laughs) Sell testosterone supplements. Um, you write, Turn it into a bad GNC. <laughs> you can get the testosterone pills and a ginger snap cookie. All right, let's do Game of Thrones a minute. This is Love and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbossa. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute. 
with Johnny Kilbasa. There is only one episode left of the Game of Thrones. Johnny Kilbasa, we saw the second to last episode on Sunday. My dude's going to break it down into 60 seconds. So in case you missed it, you'll get caught up. It's Johnny Kilbasa and the Game of Thrones Minute. Marcus, traffic born of house, Aram rightful heir to Neil Boards, protector of I-285, rightful king of the colonnade, Colossar the Great, Asphalt Sea, the unslept, the unkempt, the breaker of wind, we who are about to die. Salute you! Shame. 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 Barris knows the true king, a little bird whispers of uneaten dinners. Barris knows where John's coin will land. Danny knows John told Santa, told Tyrion, told Barris that she ain't looking good. Gray Worm cuffs and stuff. Barris, Danny passes a sentence. Tricaris, see of ours. Danny gives Gray Worm Masande's collar. Gray, Gray Worm throws in the fire. If Danny can't get love from John, she'll get fear from everyone else. Tyrion begs Danny to spare the people of King's Landing. No thanks, ready to be unsullied. And oh yeah, Tyrion, Jamie Lannister was captured. The next time you fail me, will be the last time you fail me. Tyrion asks Davos a favor. Ariel and the Hound tell the guard they're going to kill Cersei. Tyrion frees Jamie so Jamie can throw Cersei in a dinghy and skip town. Hugs, brah. Take cover. Everyone's about to go down out of the sun. Danny rains fire on everything. The good guys charge. Cersei's in denial. The Golden Company surrenders. The bells ring. Danny's not satisfied. Burn, baby, burn. Khaleesi Inferno. Meanwhile, down at the dinghy dock, Euron and Jamie stab it out. Cersei heads for the basement. Jamie kills Euron. Sandor gives Arya a change of heart. Thank you. And finally, cooking bowl 2K19. See a Kyburn. Jamie and Cersei share a nice cold embrace. Arya takes the trap. We'll see a mountain. See a hound. John calls for retreat. Jamie and Cersei hug it out as the walls come tumbling down. See a Jamie. See a Cersei. And Arya rides out of town on the white. Horse of death. Shame. 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 I uh, I enjoyed the episode. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I, I like the direction it took. A lot of people aren't happy that it's it doesn't it's not gonna all be peaches and cream at the end of this series, but I was I was okay with the episode, Johnny. What about you? Yeah, I think it was one of those episodes where the initial shock of it kind of made everybody mad, but I think the more it sinks in with you, I think the more things actually made perfect sense. They set it up you could argue that certain things weren't set up well enough, but if you go back and you look at how everything actually was set up, I think you're good. And yeah. now let's just let's get a Valyrian steel dagger and stick it in the heart of this thing. Johnny K, we appreciate you as always. And if the cholesterol is high, baby, Zuma, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Listen to the Sausage Hunt podcast on any pod app or johnnykilbasa.com. All things Kilbasa on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Before we go to break, Longoria, I want to mention, I'm going to play some audio here. Uh, I mentioned Tim Conway has passed along. Uh, Here's uh, more on uh, Mr. Conway's passing from ABC Radio News. Apparently that is just the, uh, (laughs) that's just the theme of the... That's just the Carol that Burnett was, song. I kept waiting for it yeah. to yeah. kick in. All right, I don't know. That was the Carol Burnett theme song. Uh, Tim Conway has <laughs> died at the age of 85. Uh, he was in a number of films, and of course, uh, where's that th- thing? Here we go. Th- let me play this. This is his true obituary. Thomas Daniel Conway, known as Tim, was born in Ohio in 1933. After leaving the Army, he started working in radio in Cleveland, moving to TV in 1960. Minor TV roles led him to meet Rosemarie of The Dick Van Dyke Show. With her encouragement, Conway moved to New York. That led to a regular role on The Steve Allen Show. In 1962, he auditioned for and got the role of the inept Ensign Parker on the long-running World War II sitcom McHale's Navy. After McHale's Navy, Conway worked on a variety of movies and TV shows, including Rango as an incompetent Texas Ranger, and what was the shortest-lived TV show ever, Turn On, which was canceled by many stations by the end of the first commercial break. 
Conroy found real fame with his turn on The Carol Burnett Show, which he joined in 1975. During that run, he won four Emmy Awards. Conway played dozens of characters over the years in dozens of TV shows and movies, from Dorf to The Simpsons to CSI to Barnacle Boy on SpongeBob SquarePants. Tim Conway was married twice and had six children. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. One of uh, one of my favorite uh, memories of childhood was Tim Conway, The Carol Burnett Show. I mean, just an amazingly funny physical comedian. Dorf on golf. Do you remember those? Those. If you don't know Tim I Conway as kids, so good. Just go to YouTube and Google Tim Conway, and you will laugh yourself to sleep tonight. Uh, we're going to come back one segment to go. This is The Mark Aram Show. Last segment, we ran long. We ran late. We do have some more tickets to give away Deb Green. What do we got? What do we got? Weird Al Yankovic, the strings attached to her Sunday, June 30th at Chastain. Seventh caller to 404-741-0750 wins the Weird Al tickets. Longo. Let's do start of the show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? Oh, God, everyone looks good today. Uh, all three of you bananas and Johnny Kilbasa get a star of the show. How about that? I'm the only one that doesn't. And give Audrey Washington one, too, while I'm making it rain, Chuck. Just making it rain with these stars <laughs> of the show. <laughs> all right, big show tomorrow, Millennial Match Game. And uh, we got more tickets to give away then tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.